Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning to Big Show's on the radio and more Big Show right around the corner. This is Buzz Nutley with a bulletin. Big Show news reporter live on the scene of a major disaster. I've never seen such carnage, and may I remind you that I was at the Great Donna Pass barbecue eating debacle of 1999. <laughs> this is much, much worse. It's a massacre of mammoth proportions. The tattered carcasses of other morning shows litter the battlefield. You're listening to the victors in this morning radio war. John Boy and Billy on the big show. Now can I turn in my expense receipts? <laughs> Hello. Hello. It is April the 23rd. All right, we can do this. A month. <laughs> it is kind of hard to put into words. <laughs> All right, let's see what's special about today is National Cherry Cheesecake Day. All right, we're off to a fast start then. Sounds yeah. good. National Picnic Day. All right. I love a picnic. Come on, when's the last time you were on a picnic? <laughs> well, uh, the, it's eating outside. Oh, no, no, last that's night. not a, a picnic. So you got a blanket and a basket and a whole nine yards. Uh, yeah, I hadn't done a blanket and basket picnic. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I didn't want that visual. <laughs> In a meadow, little no, butterflies. No. Uh, okay, well, I do like a picnic. Okay, that's, you, that's fair enough. <laughs> uh, it's National Lost Dog Awareness Day. Speaking of that, where's Pearl? 
She's lost. It's her day. <laughs> she's, uh, she I think she's, with, I think she's. I think she's following pillars she, around. She followed pillars to the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah because every time I he saw stands, him with the picnic basket. <laughs> <laughs> say, every time he stands up, a basket hits the floor. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, Pearl, my my best dog, of my whole life was a. Uh, I don't know a loss or somebody put her out, but uh, yeah, I don't know. They didn't get her personality, I guess. Uh, So uh, this day was created not only to bring awareness to the dogs that go missing, but to celebrate the reunions. Yes, indeed. I love them stories Mm -hmm. about dogs like show up like 2,000 miles. Yes. And some of them years later. Yeah. 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 That's something, man. Oh, and it's man. so neat to watch those videos because they're like mm. standoffish and skittish. And then right. once they get up on them and, and sniff them and they're like, yes, yeah. they yeah. just lose their mind. Uh, and nice. don't get me started on the people who return from a deployment overseas oh. and their dog hasn't oh, seen them in no, two no, years. Man. Oh, oh, man. Man. That is awesome, isn't it? I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today, now, some of these days fit in with mm. what we're going through with this pandemic deal. But this one doesn't. National Take a Chance Day. Hmm. Just encourages us to break out of our comfort zone and take a chance. So, see, you shouldn't do that. So, maybe if you left the stuff in the picnic basket out on the counter too late the night before, <laughs> then you're taking a chance. Maybe that would work like that. All right. Well, we got three dates in history saved up. That's where we'll get our categories. Let's break out our first prize pack in the morning. Get you ready for outbursts. Wake up, big shows on the radio. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. First prize pack for you to win, a Mount Olive Pickle prize pack. That's a cool prize pack to win during this stay-at-home deal. Hey, we got you a Mount Olive hat, a T-shirt, a stainless tumbler, and those munchies, the portable pickle in a pouch. And uh, take them on a picnic today. It'll be mm-hmm. good. Mount Olive Pickle Company making great products since 1926 at the corner of Cucumber and Vine. Uh, three days in history where we get our categories. April 23rd, 1954, Hank Aaron of the Milwaukee Braves hit his very first home run. It was the first of Hank's record-breaking 755 homers. The homer came in a game against the St. Louis Cardinals. The Braves won 7-5. Move up to 1988, a federal ban on smoking during domestic airline flights of two hours or less went into effect. I remember when that took effect. Boy, did I hear whining. (laughs) How long is the flight? (laughs) Two hours, no! You let your wife talk to you that way? (laughs) My work wife. Uh, uh, I told you to put in the door pretty soon. Anyway... (laughs) As uh, finally was on this date in 2001, two Canadian youngsters used a blanket to catch a four-year-old boy falling from a fourth-floor window. Wow. Were they having a picnic or something? Yes. They just picked up the blanket? That's yes, weird. they were. Police praised nine-year-old Stephanie Body and six-year-old Samantha Quinn for their quick reactions. The girls saw Skylar Christo toppling out of a window in Ontario when they were having a picnic. That's so well. Weird. Yeah. So Samantha and Stephanie used their blanket to catch the toddler. So now he did bounce off the blanket onto the ground, but the blanket broke to fall and he was not hurt. Wow. Hmm. That's Damn. quick thinking, little yeah. girls, ain't it? All right. See, Tater, this is the kind of thing you need to be coming yeah. No one will take me on a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> I know, picnicking under an apartment building. I don't know. Mm. 
Very good. All right. Well, there's our three categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOW. That's your toll-free line. We'll play Outburst next. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio Thursday, April 23rd. In our video today, the quarantine evening news. Check out this dude, he's just doing it all from home. <laughs> it's right there at thebigshow.com. And right now, get out Thursday, win him again, and that's the goal. Let's play. Outburst, let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy. Give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Contestant number one, Brian from Jumping Branch, West Virginia. We'll have a big show time. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, John. Boy, how you doing? Hey, man, we all good. How's your people around Jumping Branch this morning? Everybody all right? Everything going good, man. Good, buddy. All right, Brian, we're pulling for you. Let's get through the categories. You ready? I'm ready, sir. All right. In honor of Hammer and Hank, we need three Major League Baseball teams. Ready, go. Cardinals, the Braves, and Dodgers. Bad boy. Now in five seconds, three places you cannot smoke. Ready to go? I'm library in the courthouse. And for the win, three things you bring on a picnic. Ready to go? A blanket, a basket, and some food. A basket with food is good. All right, you did it. <laughs> the... Perfect picnic partner, Mount Olive Pickle Prize Pack is headed up to Jumping Branch for you there, Brian. Right on, man. <laughs> All right, man. Hang on. All right. We're going to jump out and catch you up on your news. Right on the other side, dig up our time capsule for early morning risers. Hang on for a life. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. Thank you, John Boy. You're welcome. Good morning, everybody. It's Mr. Rhubarb. Here for some heme. Good, good morning, Mr. Rhubarb. Good morning, Randy. Howdy. 
Stand your, by for Hume. Does your wife know you're wearing her shoes? Actually, yes. <laughs> what about the blouse? Yeah, I, I, I laid it out last night. So. This is something my mother told see, me to try with you. He's doing the 180 on you. Yeah, see? my mother says, you know, just act like you like it and it'll yeah. quit. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Now I'll make you laugh. Why do termites? I'll take that bet. I mean, what do termites? <laughs> what? See, it works. <laughs> okay. What do they have for breakfast? What? Oatmeal. <laughs> what kind of school does a carpenter go to? What? Boarding school. <laughs> Boarding school. <laughs> what are you Get buying, it. bazooka bubble gum or something? <laughs> no, but you know that bazooka Joe's turtleneck that goes up over his nose? Yeah. That might be a good look for you. Okay, I'll try that. A man came round in hospital after a serious accident. He shouted, Doctor, doctor, I can't feel my legs. Uh, the doctor said, I know. I've cut your arms off. <laughs> Get it? Weird. What do you call a cow that lives in an igloo? What? An Eskimo. <laughs> Police arrested two kids yesterday. One was drinking battery acid. The other was eating fireworks. Mm. They charged one and let the other one off. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. After the flash on his camera malfunction, what did Satan get back from the drugstore? What? Prince of Darkness. <laughs> Why didn't the squirrel cross the telephone wire? Why? Because the line was busy. Get it? <laughs> Are there blood banks in England? Uh, I don't get that Answer one either. me! <laughs> I don't know. You don't know, do you? I don't we know. don't know. I don't either, but there's a Liverpool. <laughs> and what was on the license plate of the pickup truck of the sheep farmer? What? You haul. Get it? You. That's a baby sheep. You've been buying Jägermeister again, haven't you? No, but that's not a bad idea. Now, this is the story of Zebediah. A oh, farmer God. who was in the fertilized egg business. Oh. He had several hundred young laying hens called pullets wow. and eight or ten roosters. What are they called? Pullets. You pullets. Kind of funny. Thank you. Roosters sounded kind of weird, too. Yeah, the roosters. <laughs> now you got me concentrating. Good. It was their job to fertilize the eggs. Right. See, when a rooster likes a hen very, very much. Yeah, I think yeah, we kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Well, Zeb kept careful records, and any rooster that didn't perform came out of the starting lineup mm. and went right into the soup pot. Uh oh, oh okay. All this record keeping took an awful lot of Zeb's time, uh. so Zeb got a set of tiny bells and attached them to his roosters. Uh -huh. Now, each bell had a different tone so that Zeb could tell from a distance which rooster was performing. Uh -huh. It sat on the porch and fill out efficiency reports simply by listening to the bells. Now, where were they working? In the hotel lobby? <laughs> you try to find a bell at 6 o'clock well, in the morning. Okay, <laughs> anyway, Zeb's favorite rooster was old Brewster. Mm. And a fine one he was, too. Brewster the rooster. Brewster the rooster. Yeah. But on this particular morning, Zeb noticed that Brewster's bell had not rung at all. Mm. So he went to investigate. Well, the other roosters were chasing pullets. Bells are ringing. 
Well, the pullets would hear the roosters coming and would run for cover. And who can blame them? <laughs> but to Zeb's amazement, Brewster had his bell in his beak, so uh, it couldn't ring. In his what? Beak. Oh, okay. Uh. His little rooster lips. Mm. How does he go bark bark if his mouth is full? Shut up, Randy. Okay. <laughs> He'd sneak up on a pullet, get busy, and mm. walk on to the next one. Huh. Zeb was so proud of Brewster the rooster that he entered him in the county fair, and Brewster was an overnight sensation. The judges awarded him the Nobel Peace Prize and the Pullet Surprise. <laughs> Pullet Surprise. Get it? Yeah. Yes, yes. Get out. I'm getting it. Okay. I'm Mr. Rhubarb saying I'm Mr. Rhubarb. Hey, you want to borrow my blouse? Fuck you. Hey. John Boy and Billy. <laughs> Morning radio done right. <laughs> Good Thursday morning. The big show's on the radio. Well, he's been stuck at home like most of us, and he hadn't been to the theater in a while, but he did have a chance to take a look at some things that are streaming, and he's here to give us a lowdown. Welcome back, Rabbi Myron Bergstein. Shalomi, homies. What's happening, John Boyum and Billy Goyum? Oh, uh, Rabbi, what did you find on streaming? You really want to know? A bunch of nothing. Really? Everybody telling me, Rabbi, you got to check out these streaming services. There's so much great stuff on there. Liars! <laughs> Most of it is crap. Way too much foreign language stuff. Hey, blibbledy, flibbledy, yabba dabba do. What the hell are they talking about? What, what, am I picking up my dry cleaning? Don't they have subtitles? Hey, if I wanted to read, I'd pick up a book. <laughs> well, what about shows like Stranger Things and uh, Ozark? What about them? Three ugly kids and a monster? Ain't that Malcolm in the middle? <laughs> it don't take me eight episodes to figure that out. Ozark, Mozart. If I want to be around weird rednecks, I'd come in here. Well, well, a lot of people say it's better than TV. Well, you know a lot of stupid people. <laughs> it ain't better than TV. It is TV. Reruns, reruns, reruns. A lot of old series nobody cares about. It's like cable. <laughs> what? Did you watch any movies? Yeah, some stuff. Like uh, The Invisible Guy. I managed to dodge it when it was in the theater, but I figured I got time. Let's have a look. I just made a sandwich. What's it going to hurt? And? Well, the corned beef was too lean. See, <laughs> if it's too lean, you get a tough sandwich. On the other hand, if it's too fatty, it's like eating an old balloon. I was very disappointed. Now, if we're talking about pastrami... No, no, the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was all right. It's about a crazy scientist who discovers a way to become invisible. So he fakes his death and then terrorizes his ex-girlfriend. Sounds exciting. Well, you know, there's a couple of big problems. First... If you're going to become invisible, you're going to waste it on scaring your girlfriend? Huh? Shut up. Stupid. Hey, rob a bank. Sneak into Disney World. Do something. 
And speaking of his girlfriend, she ain't the prettiest thing in the world. Oh. Hey, you see-through guy, you really obsessed with plain chain man? You could do better? What the hell's wrong with you? Well, you did say he was crazy. Well, crazy, I understand. Stupid, I don't get. Well, how was the cast? Well, the only one I even knew was that lead girl. She's the... Uh, the little homely one from the TV series Mad Fellas from a few years ago. The great character actress Elizabeth Hurley. Moss. Huh? Moss. What, like Moss Cartwright? Get out of here! No, no, Elizabeth Moss, that's the actress. I thought that was the TV witch with the hot mom. That's Elizabeth Montgomery. I thought that was the, the chunky gal who got divorced a hundred times. That was Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> I thought that was the girl with the flat pie face who played the magic girl in Revenges. That's Elizabeth Olsen. I thought that was the fake Indian with the horrible voice that wanted to be president. That's Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> I thought that was Macho Guy's sidekick. That's Miss Elizabeth. I thought that was the old broad with the crown whose grandson dumped her for some skinny girl. That's Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> wow. So who the hell am I thinking of? Elizabeth Moss. Oh, I loved the way she'd wiggle her nose when she did magic. <laughs> tell you what, she must have been some kind of hot potato. She went through two darrens. Hubba hubba. So what did you think? I think I had a crush on Aunt Clara. <laughs> no, no, the movie. Oh, well, you know, I guess it's okay. I give it three yarmulkes. So don't go out, stay home, watch TV. It's not as much fun, but it's cheaper. Good morning. You got the big show on the radio. More chances for you to win coming up after your news, weather, and sports. Hi, this is Sven Jordi Vartsen all the way from Hammerlangerfjord, Norway. After a round of kick the Wolverine, there's nothing like sitting back, drinking a great big herring smoothie <laughs> and listening to the big show with John Boy and Bailey. There's a bond in this one. <laughs> Good morning, the Big Show's on the radio for your Thursday, April the 23rd. Uh, coronavirus news, by talking about risk factors. Well, a uh, new study out of NYU, but the good news is yet to be peer-reviewed, says the most common risk factor among those who are hospitalized with the coronavirus is obesity. Fat people. <laughs> see, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you didn't read ahead. And no, now you're, no, now you're, I'm depressing myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's not sure he wants to go on at this point. <laughs> oh. uh, so, yeah, whether you have high blood pressure or diabetes, nope. though these often go together, mm. is more important than coronary disease. Coronary. Coronary disease or cancer, or kidney disease, or even 
pulmonary disease. Pulmonary. Pulmonary yeah. disease. Heart and lung. So what did I just say? <laughs> Obesity well, and diabetes you said it and is, you don't know. Yeah. is, is, is more worse risk than all those. Than having yeah. those things. Obesity is, is, Puts is, you is more a bigger risk. risk factor. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is terrible news. <laughs> worse than coronavirus already. <laughs> and pulmonary. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, I'm sure it has all to do with your immune system. And, yeah, and that's the thing about it. You, know, yeah. you look at these a lot. The, oh, the, here we go. He's going to talk us out of the, it now. The, <laughs> the underlying health issues uh, that people have passed away from coronavirus, mm. they list it as coronavirus because they might have had it, even though it might have been the other things that took them out. Like I saw some doctor on TV talking about, like, some of these people, you know, could have like pass away within like a few days anyway. I hope he didn't say it like that. <laughs> not very sensitive, but no, yeah, I mean, but, but not all of them. It, not all right. the deaths are that way. So, so it's some healthy people that get the coronavirus. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It is people without obvious risk factors, including their age. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. So, well, that didn't cheer me up. No, much. I didn't. I'm sorry, but I know that didn't help. But. So, uh, yeah. all right. So, uh, what am I going to do about it? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah. You can keep, care. You can <laughs> care. Just oh god, I yeah. care. Yeah. You just keep can't washing do your hands yeah. and yeah. stop yeah. touching your face. Yeah. There okay. you go. Yeah. And stay oh, home. There you are. Yeah. Well, I can't. I'm I'm working. I mean, after this. <laughs> after this. Yeah. So go, go straight home. home. I'll go to the farm. That's fine. Get outside. I like you at the farm. Okay. Okay. I like him at the farm because it's way <laughs> far from my house. Maybe this Mount Olive pickle pack will make it go better. Yeah. There you go. I do. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we'll play John Boy Jeopardy. Somebody will win a Haybo Outdoors prize pack. Fishing, hunting, or anything outdoors. Haybo has you covered for every season. Live, work, and play outdoors. Go to thebigshow.com. Click on the Haybo banner for dealer info. Or you can enter code JBB and get 20% off when you shop online. We were talking about uh, yesterday on the current events quiz. We were talking about frozen pizza. It's one of the big items that's oh, just man. sales just gone through the roof. They're running seven days a week, 16 hours a day trying to keep <laughs> wow. it. Wow. That's right. And, uh, yeah, 70 big show listeners uh, thought Mad Max thought about Max. All right, we're right there with you. Let's get this good morning, big show. Come on, Billy. Yeah. Mad Max here. How's it going, buddy? How you think it's going? <laughs> I'm madder than a mud fence. What? Well, wait, that's how ugly I am. <laughs> yeah. but anyway, boys, so my sister-in-law just got her knee replaced, what? and my wife's been out of town for the last two weeks helping her get back on her feet. What? Well, I'm at home by myself doing my own cooking for the first time in years, so needless to say... I've been eating a lot of stuff that comes out of a box in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Now, help me out here. Why do the people that make frozen food try to hide the directions on how to cook <laughs> it? You'd think the box would have a picture of the food on the front and the directions on the back, right? Right. Wrong. <laughs> the front of a frozen pizza has got the name and a picture of a pizza that looks way better than anything you're likely to actually pull out of the oven at home. Uh-huh. Now, I don't have a problem with that. 
I'm the one that bought a pizza named after the Red Baron, so I knew what it was I was getting myself into. At this point, all I need the Red Baron to do is tell me how to heat it up without making it worse than it already is. So I turned the box over to read the directions on the back. But wait. The whole back of the box is the story of how the Red Baron went from shooting down airplanes to making pizzas. I didn't read all of it, but I think Snoopy shot him down. He landed in Italy, and he liked the food so much, he decided to stay and get into the pizza business. Anyway, it's a real colorful story, but I don't really give a crap about it because I'm hungry. So how about we skip the sales pitch? I already bought the dead gum thing. All I want you to do is tell me how to unfreeze it so I can eat it. But as Reverend Billy Ray says, we can't have that no more in America. The frozen food people always put the cooking directions on the skinniest flap on the shortest end of the box. You know, the one you're most likely to tear all the pieces trying to get it open. May I just say, my big old butt, the directions are the most important part of the cooking process. Why would they put them in little bitty letters like the side of a Tylenol bottle? Oh, and Lord help you if there's a regular directions and microwave directions, which makes all the printing twice as small. I mean, I know I'm getting kind of old and squinty, but if you can't read it without using a lighted microscope like a guy doing shoulder surgery on Tiger Woods, the printing needs to be way bigger. I don't need a picture of all the fresh ingredients and a colorful story about the red burn. I need to know high or medium, how many seconds to punch in. In the words of Greg Warren, son, do you want to feed me a pizza? Because you don't act like it. Now, normally, I don't like to threaten people. But if my wife comes home next week and finds me starved to death in the kitchen, that weird guy on Dateline NBC is going to be holding up a note that says, the red burn. Baron did it. It'll be in my handwriting, and I'll guarantee you this, you won't have any trouble reading it. Frozen food people, skip the stories, make your directions bigger, and put them on the back of the box like the Lord intended. Now sit down, shut up, and quit running my convenient dinner. John Boy and Billy, yeah. y'all have a nice day. All right. Deal with all the problems that go along with her frozen pizza. Thank you, Mike, sir. Well, let's play John. John Boyd Jeopardy review yesterday's question. We found out in 69, Casey Kasem became the original voice of Shaggy on Scooby-Doo. In 97, he quit because producers refused to have Shaggy stop eating this. Meat. Yeah. Oh, Casey didn't want his character to eat meat. That's the one thing he was worried about, Shaggy? Come on, man. Well, I'm just trying to think, how much eating did they do on that show anyway? <laughs> I found he ate Scooby-Doo's dog yeah, biscuits yeah, yeah. I did too. I got to tell you, I did too. <laughs> All right. Well, today's John Boy Jeopardy. This is the most common food item to be involved in cases of food poisoning. Uh, what are Jägermeister brownies? <laughs> At least they think that's what it is. What y'all got? 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you told free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy. Next.
Good Thursday morning, Big Show's on the radio, and our video of the day, the quarantine evening news. This dude just going to do it all from his house. The weather is my favorite. <laughs> all right, y'all check it out for yourself at thebigshow.com. We're 30 minutes away. A brand new sponsor for right now. Let's play. Yes, live across America, it's and now your host, a man who never gets food poisoning. His doctor says he thinks he's got herd immunity. <laughs> he's John Boy. Yeah, thank you. You have finished off several herds in your day. <laughs> that is a real thing, by the way. <laughs> oh, I've herd immunity? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know, man. That's why California's doing so good. Who ain't, who ain't topical? I'm paying attention. Okay. <laughs> Michael. Notice he doesn't let anybody answer. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Michael from Nashville, Tennessee is first up. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Mike, we're looking for the most common food item to be involved in cases of food poisoning. I would think it would be shellfish. You say shellfish. Let's see. Shellfish. A lot of people got allergics. Yeah, allergics for sure, yeah. Now, is this like poison, like used for poison, like would people add poison to it, or they just get it from this food item? Get it from the food item. Okay. Yeah, as in it's been if, improperly stored or something like yeah, that. If you're yeah. eating somewhere where they add poison to the food, <laughs> right. you should need to eat somewhere else. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you know, never mind. Just order something else. Well, if you're going to add poison to it, you can use any kind of food. <laughs> sure. Okay. So, Michael, no. <laughs> But you have a great day, buddy. Appreciate you. I want to give a shout out, please. All right, go ahead. I want to give a shout out to all the first responders. They're doing a wonderful job. And also President Trump. All right, Michael. We appreciate you, buddy. All right. All right, man. Let's go to Doug. He's in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Good morning, Doug. Uh, Fayetteville, Tennessee. Oh, okay, we got Fayetteville, Tennessee here, Jackie. All right, Doug, we know where you are, buddy. How you getting along? I'm doing pretty good. How about y'all? Man, we doing all right, too. Doing all right. Ready to get back to it. Whatever it, it is, it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, haven't, I haven't slowed down yet. All right, good, Dougie. Well, I'm glad you got through here, buddy. What uh, common food item is the most common food item to be involved in cases of food poisoning. Just the food itself, we found out. <laughs> oh, just the food itself? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I think that would be eggs. You're going with eggs. Southern And you all right. All right. <laughs> you know how you can tell if an egg is fresh? How? Put it in a cup of water, a glass of water, container with water. Mm. If it floats, it is not good. Mm. If it does not float, it is all right. How about that? I I just found that out a couple months ago. Okay, which came first, I Dream a Genie or Bewitched? (laughs) (laughs) Bewitched. Found that out, too. I I read something interesting about eggs not too long ago, that, that they have a remarkable shelf life. Uh, that typically the eggs you buy in the supermarket are 30 days out from being laid. 30 days out it, from being laid? They've it, already been laid, though. Yeah, the, but in other words, they've been laid 30 oh, days ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Well, 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 y'all remember that little thing about the floating eggs. If it floats, 
It is not good. <laughs> and don't worry, y'all. I'm Googling it now. <laughs> Can I interject something here? Y'all don't shut up. I'm going to go out of my life. <laughs> Just learn about eggs yeah. in these perilous times. Mm. Don't want to throw away good eggs. If it floats. Oh. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Doug, way to go, you, buddy. <laughs> hey, Bo, outdoors prize pack headed to Fayetteville, Tennessee. Jackie, we'll get your address right now. All right? Okay. Can I give a shout out? Yes, sir. Uh, let's say howdy to my big sister, Mary in Madison, my wife in Fayetteville and all the guys at Thomas electric in Huntsville. Well, all right, dad, well, we appreciate you, man. You hang on. Okay. All right, right now it's your news on the other side. You wonder about them eggs you got at home. Good to eat. Randy, check me out. Right again. Look at Jose. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. All right. Egg alert, egg alert. I don't know. You wondered if your eggs are good to eat? If they float, they're not. If they lay on the bottom of the bowl of cold water, they are good. You ready? Check it out. Back me up, man. What you do, fill a bowl with cold water, put your egg in a bowl, sinks to the bottom, and lay flat on their sides. They're very fresh. If they're a few weeks old but still good to eat, they'll stand on one end at the bottom of the bowl, all right? But if they float to the surface, then they're no longer fresh enough to eat. So I was right about that, but you can see if, like, it points to the top but doesn't float all the way, they're getting old, but they're still safe to eat. Ta-da! Uh, oh, wait. I've got something for that. Um, oh, here we go. There. Oh. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> And uh, by the way, if they're cracked, if you're cracked egg, do not eat those. Mm-hmm. If they're yeah. cracked, yeah, don't don't bother floating them. You yeah, just you tell throw me. those. <laughs> like buying them cracked, or like if they're at your house and they got cracked. Either, either. 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 Oh, really? Why? Well, because bacteria can get in. Yeah. Yeah. And if I got to go back to the chicken and the egg deal, start the first. <laughs> Hey, a month ago, we were still teaching you how to wash your hands. I know. Say it, I paid you back. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, eggs, floats, no good. Bottom of the bowl, very fresh. They pointy up on one end. This is a little long to fit on a T-shirt, but you get the idea. Now? Now? Yeah, now. It's a big show on the radio. Well, during these trying times, businesses that do advertise love to have Morgan Freeman do their commercial. Oh, of course, he's the of best. Of course, he's got a great voice. 
But, you know, he doesn't have time to do everybody's commercial. No. Although, lately, the commercials on TV are so familiar and so similar, he maybe would only have to do one commercial to cover everybody. Well, here it is, a Big Show exclusive. The world has changed. The challenges we face today are like nothing we've ever faced before. They call it the new normal, but this feels different. We're the makers of a product and or service. We've been part of your life for an impressive sounding amount of time. <laughs> our product and or service has always been there, sharing your hopes and your dreams. And now more than ever, we're here for you. Unless we're temporarily closed down right now. We might be offering online ordering or curbside pickup. See if we have some kind of app for your phone. That might work. And remember, we're all in this together. We'll be right beside you all the way. Well, not right beside you. At least, not for a while. Each of us is ready to do our part. Our part is to keep reminding you that our product and or service is a very important part of your life. So that when you're actually able to buy and or use our product and or service again, you'll see us as essential. And buying our product and or service will seem like your own special gift to the world. That feeling is our gift to you. We don't just sell a product and or service. We're the company that makes a particular product and or service. Did I already say we're here for you? Because we are. People are the reason we make and or do what we make and or do. Oh, and family. We should mention family. People and family. A message from the makers of a product and or service. People, people, family, family. <laughs> Good morning. You got the big show on the radio. More chances for you to win coming up after your news, weather, and sports. Oh, you can have all them goody two shoes on the radio talking about their damn teeth and having babies. <laughs> They're nothing sexier than a hot young man talking trash on the radio. I like all them opinionated type men. Rush Limbaugh, John Hannity, Neil Bort. There's snow on the roof. There's a fire in the park. It's getting hot in here. I take off all my clothes. Woo! I feel so vulnerable. It's a big show on the radio Thursday, April the 23rd. Well, it was an hour ago. Well, news came across 
Uh, fat people, top risk factor for coronavirus disease can lead to complications if you're way obese, all right? We got through that by going on a picnic. And now, booze raises risk of catching COVID-19. Hmm. All right. Well, you're just <laughs> full of good news, aren't you? <laughs> because of lack of judgment? or. <laughs> says here alcohol sales have skyrocketed while Americans have been sheltering in place. But too much booze consumption mm. can put us at a higher risk contracting COVID-19. Now, this is from the World Health Organization. This is the that old guy that's in China's hip pocket that was telling us, oh, go ahead and fly anywhere all over the world. Don't shut the airports down. This was like March, all right? So just keep that in mind. But... <laughs> <laughs> But see, and this is what they say. Uh, People should minimize their alcohol consumption at any time, mm. and particularly during the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm. So that's the World Health Organization. Although so. spending 23 and a half hours at home, if there was ever a good excuse to have a drink, <laughs> this is probably it. <laughs> that's it. So basically, they're telling stuff that we knew already. Well, so they just tied it into I, the I, I didn't know it. I mean, <laughs> you didn't know that? I mean, I do now, but I mean, so. Yeah, well, the, uh, yeah, World Health Organization. It's been very popular lately. Now they're telling us not to drink. Well, that's a way to get on the good side. They're not making many friends at your house, it sounds like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, know, I know Randy, you know, on, on a diet, uh, Randy will have one drink a day. Yes. Uh, no matter what. But, that's, well, well, that's what I was thinking, because, you know, I'm sure. Some of us, you know, good for you. It's just, it's like all things in moderation, man. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, my, I will tell you, during all this, the glass has gotten bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah. all right. So, y'all just uh, be careful out there. How about that? Hey, man, might be some good news. We're going to talk about racing. We got on track with Doug Rice coming up. Let's see when we might get on track. And we'll talk about Talladega uh, handling that this weekend. All right, good. That's something to look forward to here in just a couple of minutes. Big Show rolls on. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to get in the winner's circle, the current events quiz. Take C, get a mechanic in a bottle prize pack. Don't spend hundreds of dollars on new equipment or repairs. Get mechanic in a bottle, the $5 engine fix. Available at Home Depot, Walmart, Tractor Supply, and Lawn and Garden Retailers Nationwide. Guaranteed are you money back. Uh, it's time for On Track with Doug Rice. And we got Doug. As Doug, uh, you are broadcasting from your man cave in the basement of your palatial estate this morning. <laughs> I have actually escaped to the backyard. You know, I ran out of things to do when I cleaned out the crawl space, guys. <laughs> All right, so I moved out in the backyard. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Doug, well, on track, man. We talk about it. We can't wait to get back on track. And some of the news was coming well, out. I, I couldn't wait to ask you about this, man. Maybe racing, Memorial Day, Charlotte Motor Speedway. What's the latest? Well, a lot of people want that to happen. Um, you know, that's a, that's probably a, a North Carolina governor call on that. I know that he is very much aware that the Speedway would like to get back to racing and NASCAR would like to get back to racing. And there have been several published reports that we might even be racing before that, the Sunday before that, possibly somewhere in the southeast. I've seen Darlington on a couple of different reports show up as 
maybe being the first race back. And all of this is speculative. Right. But at least we're talking now about getting back to the racetrack. And I'll, I'll let everybody know uh, these, these first races will all be without fans in the stands, but at least it would be television entertainment and would get the NASCAR industry, which is huge in our state, mm-hmm. back on some sort of footing. That's the truth. That's the truth, man. I know uh, a lot of people in uh, within the NASCAR umbrella are, uh, man, some saying if uh, maybe early retirement they're offering that for them just to try to keep the people that they can working. And uh, that's like that with so many businesses now, like uh, across America, man. And I, th- I think, you know, it, there's, there's not many silver linings in any of this, but it seems like NASCAR and racing in general is probably poised to be the first sport mm-hmm. back in any way, shape, or form because they don't need a spring training or fitness routines or anything because we already ran four races yeah. when we got shut down. So I think the teams would be ready to go, get back out on the racetrack, and be the only game in town for a while. Mm-hmm. And so and many of the teams are based around here that, that that's got to help from a logistical standpoint too, right? Uh, exactly, um, Billy, because I've I, I read a lot on this. Trust me, every, every shred of, of information I can get uh, would be to try to maybe run the first handful of races in the southeast. Mm. So the teams could drive to the event, race, and then be back home in their shops that same day. That saves a lot of money. Right now, people aren't crazy about getting on airplanes to begin with. And uh, there, there's one, you know, there's a lot of conversation about that. I know uh, Eddie Gossage put out a lot of information over the last couple of days about uh, having talked extensively with the governor of Texas. And the governor says, yeah, let's go. Uh, now, when they would go to Texas and race, don't know yet. It would be after Memorial Day, I'm sure, but uh, there's a lot of conversation that the state of Texas wants to go racing. And the governor of Florida has also said, let's, let's do something here, you know, because they missed the Homestead race the first time around. So for the first time in a month and a half, we're hearing some, some positive information uh, that's not just speculation, but there's still no dates yet or anything that's been assigned, but it sure looks a lot more promising than it did two weeks ago. It sure does. We'll take that glimmer of hope. That is the light we're looking for at the end of the tunnel right there. Well, and I I think, you know, the racing when it first comes back is probably going to be a little bit different than what everybody's used to. Uh, I don't think the teams will have their full complement of folks at the racetrack. There won't be fans there. But at least we'll have cars on the track and some sort of competition and for for a country that's just scarred for any kind of sport, uh, I think that's a step in the right direction. Yes, sir. All right, Doug. Well, I'm supposed to be racing at Talladega this weekend. Are they going to do the I-racing at Talladega? They certainly are. And uh, they they ran the one uh, this past week at Richmond, virtual mm-hmm. Richmond Raceway. Had about a million people watching it. Talladega is always a highlight. So if, even if it's virtual Talladega, uh, it should be kind of wide open. They didn't allow the guys this last race. They had what they call a reset, you know, because I, I kind of like that. If you crash, 
then you got another car. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that at Richmond. I have a feeling at Talladega they might want to bring back the reset. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Start all over again. And, Doug, and, and I was going to ask you about that. Does the real racing at Talladega with the drafting and everything we have translate to the iRacing? Absolutely. The, the algorithms that they build this iRacing platform on are so realistic. Mm. It, it picks up the bumps in the track. Uh, drafting is, uh, affects you when you're racing that way. Uh, just about everything that goes into factoring what goes on in a race car is built into the iRacing, outside of obviously, you know, heat and cold and things of that nature. But uh, it's, it's about as realistic as they can make it. I've enjoyed it. It's been a nice stopgap, but I'm, I'm really ready for uh, to smell some gasoline and get some rubber on my face. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Man, that is something. Uh, the tracks, each track is different. I can feel it like that because that's like these guys were training on this for yeah. for the yeah. different race tracks. So, yeah, it does. Well, William Byron, who's won two of them, that's how he was discovered. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, he's raced a lot of Legends cars, and he's not a legend like John Boy is in Legends cars, but, you know, he won a lot of races. And, but he really got discovered by his prowess at iRacing and racing some of these other guys from time to time. And, and now he's going on and winning iRaces and, you know, drives the 24 car. It's not been a bad gig for him. That's it. Hey, uh, is Dale Jr. going to be racing Talladega this weekend? I think so. I wouldn't imagine why he wouldn't be right. there. He had to run a qualifying race because he is not an active cup driver. But, you know, somehow or another they're going to find a way to get him in the show. Right, yeah. Should do that. Fox has two provisionals they can use. I can't imagine that if he's not in one way, that he wouldn't be in the other. Yeah, yeah, that's it. All right, Doug. Well, good. Will you enjoy your backyard while we uh, while we got a little uh, good weather here for it for it rains yeah, I on will. you. You know, I'm hoping I'm hoping I can get back in the house at some point. That'd be nice. <laughs> All right, good luck. <laughs> you yeah. never know, man. Yeah. Start with "I'm sorry, you were right." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it asked him if that was your choice to go to the backyard, it might have been made for you. Yeah, he, he just said it was. He was there. He didn't explain how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Doug. All right, guys. Y'all take care. All right. Thank Thanks, you, buddy. Doug. You can follow Doug on Twitter at Riceman61. All right, Billy, let's play this current events quiz. What are we dealing with? The coronavirus economic news isn't all bad. One American company says their recent sales have almost doubled. All right. 1-800-BIG-SHOW-YOU-TOLL-FREE-LINE. Take your quiz. The answer is C. You can win. Next. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good Thursday morning, the big show's on the radio, our video of the day, the quarantine evening news. Check us out when you get a chance at thebigshow.com. It's a reporter, he's stuck at home, he decides he's going to anchor the news, do the street report, he's all the characters, <laughs> including the weather, the weather is my favorite part. All right, Good. a little entertainment before y'all check it out, share it with a friend. Are we ready, girls? Ready? Okay! Let's say hey to Robert from Evansville, Indiana. Good morning, Robert. Morning. Hey, man, how you doing? Hey, finest frog hair split three ways. <laughs> All right. You're much finer than that. Well, Robert, listen to Bidlin and win this prize pack. Well, the economic disruption caused by the global pandemic has actually been good news for a popular household food staple, uh, food staple the <laughs> frozen pizza. Chicago-based Home Run Pizza says their sales are up 92% over the same time last year. The company's plants are running 16 hours a day, seven days a week to keep up with the demand, which hasn't been easy. Frozen Pizza is an extremely popular shelter-in-place food across the U.S. right now. A senior vice president at Home Run Pizza says every day for the last few weeks has been kind of like Super Bowl Sunday. Food experts say that's good news. The only real downside to the giant surge in frozen pizza sales is, A, they're sometimes harder to find in the store, B, employees at the pizza companies are exhausted, or C, the more frozen pizza you eat, the faster you go through your toilet paper. <laughs> what you got, Robert? Oh, Lord, that's, that's a tough one. But I think I'm going to have to go with C on that one. There you go. <laughs> You are correct, my friend. 
Robert, we're sending you the mechanic in a bottle prize pack over to Evansville. Buddy, you enjoy. Sweet. Can I give a shout-out? Of course. All right. Uh, it's to all the employees at Parkview Care Center, uh, where my lovely wife is in rehab at the moment. Uh, I would dearly love that. And also give a shout-out to all our men and women in the service. All right, Robert, we appreciate you, buddy. Get best that wife of yours, and hang on, Jackie, hook you up. All right, I thank you, sir. Bottom of the hour, time at the top of your news. Yeah, puts about 20 minutes away from the latest roundup of Dumb Crook News. Dumb Crooks ain't taking a break. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Well, a few minutes ago, talking to our man Doug Rice. Then maybe have some racing there, Memorial Day weekend, Charlotte Motor Speedway, maybe even track like Darlington or something in the southeast. Was talking about uh, teams are based right around here, North Carolina, so they can drive and get there. Of course, it will be without fans, so we'll just keep our fingers crossed about maybe some live racing Real racing. Well, without fans in the stands. Without fans in the yeah. stands, yeah. It'll be for TV. I think what they're going to do is they're going to put each fan in a big bowl of water and see if it floats or not. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. And they, that way they can find out if they're fat. Right, right, right. Well, that's about some more hope for those of us who are wanting to get back to some live sporting events. The PGA Tour says it plans to go ahead with a scheduled Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth, Texas. On June 11th. All right. So despite the cancellation, postponements, other tournaments, including the Masters, say they're going to play that in November down Augusta. Let it cool off a little bit. Organization believes it'll be able to end its coronavirus shutdown in June for the tournament and maybe at least three others following it. But that will be without fans as well. That's what we're saying, man. Use your head on stuff like that. Yeah. I think racing would be fine to do, you know, the in the car and the teams like that. Golf is one-on-one, the caddy, no fans out, you know, outside. And all the players will be schwabbed before the match. Perfect tie. All right. So good. Yeah. All right. Say, so bringing, uh, bringing some hope. It won't be long. We'll get back to normal. Except for the fans. <laughs> In the stands. One In the stands. Thursday morning, a big show's on the radio. Uh, 20 minutes away from Tatertainment News right now. 
It's time for Dumb Crook News. Dumb Crook stories sent in by you, the big show listener. Keep coming up with a mail to men. We report. The address follows this report. A Wichita, Texas Target store called local police to report a man had stolen several hundred dollars worth of merchandise, including two cell phones, a Roku stick, and a set of bed sheets. But it didn't take long to crack the case. The responding officers found the thief trying to sell his loot in the Target parking lot. <laughs> I was supposed to be at Walmart at 2.30. I got stuff to do. Let's go. Who wants a phone? Police in Merrill, Wisconsin, posted a public service message on their social media feed offering free coronavirus screenings of a very unusual kind. The department said they'd be happy to test all crystal meth to make sure it was corona-free. <laughs> All right. Wow. And they would even make house calls to do the testing. We're here to serve. <laughs> no word on whether the post has led to any arrest, but it's probably just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Police in Kalamazoo, Michigan, spotted a man who was wanted for questioning about a domestic disturbance call earlier in the day. When the suspect made a run for it, the cops began a high-speed chase. They tried to end by dropping a set of spike strips in the road in front of him. Well, the man ran over the sticks but kept going. Eventually, his right front tire burst into flame. He was arrested when he tried to get help by pulling into the service department of a local Nissan dealership. (laughs) All right, time out. (laughs) A California computer security expert ordered a personalized license plate that said null... He thought the word might confuse the state DMV's computers if he ever got a traffic ticket, which it definitely did. The California DMV uses null to replace any blank information on a traffic ticket. Now, anytime null shows up on a ticket, it goes straight to the security expert. He says he's gotten over $1,200 worth of tickets in the mail Mm. and thinks he might have to actually pay some of the tickets to get his driver's (laughs) license renewed. Wow. Needless to say, he's making plans to order a different personalized plate. I would think so. (laughs) When Sheriff John Hayden retired from the Kentucky State Police, he decided to change his cell phone number for the first time ever. Well, it wasn't long till Hayden started getting text messages and phone calls intended for the person who used to have his new phone number, which could happen to anybody. But this caller turned out to be a very persistent drug dealer Mm. looking to move some product. Well... Well, Hayden alerted the sheriff's department and set up a meeting with the dealer who was arrested on numerous charges. And by the way, former Sheriff Hayden apparently changed his mind about retirement after the bus. He was recently elected sheriff of Graves County, Kentucky. I guess I'm not done after all. (laughs) A Morristown, Tennessee man left the scene of a home burglary empty-handed when he couldn't find anything good to steal. Hmm. Police investigating the burglary say the suspect got his pants caught in a barbed wire fence while making his escape and tried to free himself by shooting the barbed wire. How'd that go? (laughs) Well, not too good. He ended up with a bullet hole in his leg and several burglary and weapons charges. Uh, Well, if all you got is a hammer. (laughs) A drug dealer in Victoriaville, Canada, ran into trouble in the course of his carefully run cocaine business. When the dealer delivered a package to a customer, he added local sales tax to the price. 
One of the man's customers was so mad about the charge, he actually complained about it to police. (laughs) Well, it wasn't tough for the cops to track their man down since the dealer had also provided an itemized and signed sales receipt for each purpose. Wow. There you go. Wow. A Brooklyn, New York couple were arrested in June for attempting to rob a branch of Chase Manhattan Bank. The couple told police they had planned a huge wedding with numerous out-of-town guests and mm-hmm. planned to pay for it with their tax refund. Well, the IRS later denied the refund, which left the couple desperate for money. They told police that robbing a bank was the best way they could think of to pay the caterers and not disappoint their relatives. Yeah. Good luck, you crazy kids. My dream wedding. And finally, an elderly Melbourne, Florida woman who had just finished some grocery shopping discovered four men sitting in her car. Well, the woman dropped her groceries, pulled a small handgun from her purse, and told the man, if you don't want me to use this thing, get out of there right now. Well, the men scrambled out of the vehicle and fled. As the woman got into the car, she discovered her key wouldn't fit the ignition. (laughs) Well, it was only then that she realized she was in the wrong car. (laughs) Yes, her car was actually parked several rows away. Mm. Well, embarrassed, the woman drove to the local police station to report the incident. As she was relating the story, the desk clerk chuckled and pointed to a group of four men standing to his right who had just come to the police station to report an old lady tried to carjack him. (laughs) (laughs) If you got Dumb Crook news, mail to Dumb Crooks. John Boy and Billy, P.O. Box 19111, Charlotte, N.C., 28219. Uh, Email anybody but me at thebigshow.com. Good morning to Big Show's on the radio and more Big Show right around the corner. I'm working with Mr. Bill Cox over at his outfit. And I like to listen to John Boy and Billy on that there big show. Mm-hmm. I like the way they talk. They're funny ha-ha, not funny queer. <laughs> That's what they say anyhow. I figured out why John Boy has a hard time getting started in the morning. Ain't got the gas. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. We're rolling through Thursday morning. You having a birthday today on this April 23rd. Happy birthday. You're sharing one with WWE wrestler John Cena is 44. Cena. Cena, John Cena with a C. He's the one that had coronary. It's just pulmonary. I'm butchering all kind of words that I usually know. Yeah, and I'm messing up math. He's 43. (laughs) So he's 43. I'll take that back. Oh, John Cena is 43. Yeah, I don't know how much that Sura guy is. (laughs) Cena's. What about model Gigi Hadid? She's 25. She did? She's very popular right now. If you were... In the current culture, she's, so what, she's pretty. She's the good-looking one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Part of the Hadid family. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jackie, <laughs> you and your man David's uh, buddy, George Lopez, is 59 oh. years old today. That's all? 
Yes. Oh, George. Uh, y'all need to reach out to George and tell him we wished him a happy birthday. Told him several times. As a uh, Valerie Bertinelli is 60 years old today. Uh, it she, doesn't seem like she should be that old. Of course, it doesn't seem like I should be that old either. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so she's still uh, Eddie Van Halen or the day ex-wife, break yes. Oh, yeah. Ex-wife, yes. Ex-wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she still is ex. Oh. She was on one day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it was one day at a time she was on. She played a teenager yeah. on that. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, she was in... Um, some other stuff? Hot in Cincinnati. <laughs> right. No, oh, yeah. recently, like Hot in Cincinnati, I think was the name of the show mm-hmm. with Betty White. I do. I, I, I know her. You don't have to <laughs> and tell things me about her. And Stop it. Yeah. Okay, he's got yeah, it. I got it. Okay. Uh, hey, <laughs> the $6 million man, actor Lee Majors, is 81 years old today. How about that? You know, $6 million, back then, that was a lot of money to mm. spend on a mm. guy. Uh, I think it's still a lot of money. <laughs> Pretty sure if well, I had six, let me just around. say, if I had six million dollars, I would not be right here right now. If I had six oh, million, yeah, I'd be buying new body parts too. See, <laughs> I'd buy you new body parts. I think if I did the show now, it'd be six billion. I don't know. I just think. You know, did they do stuff. a reunion movie and they actually changed it or something like that to the six billion dollar? They did a reunion. Did, yeah. Didn't Rayford married him? Married Rayford the, married the, the six woman. And, uh, yeah. The bonnet yeah, man and, and yeah, the bonnet woman. He performed the ceremony. Yeah, yeah, he sure did. Yeah. yeah. How about that, man? That is neat. We might have to go back and, and look at that. That was the. Well, you remember the title? I'm sure you all find out. Yeah, I it's don't the, know. Sure. It's I do uh, because I pulled the clip. It's the bionic wedding. The bionic wedding. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all can uh, find mm-hmm. that episode and see Robert D. Rayford Marion. Yep. Well, I wish I'd known that when I was a kid. That's, that's, I just think that <laughs> would be neat to know. Wait, no, he was working here when he did that part. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. I thought you meant that that happened when yeah, you were no, a kid. No, no, no. When I was uh, I was a kid watching Six Million Dollar Man. Uh-huh. So one day I'm gonna work with an old guys gonna marry him and that bionic woman. I see. See, that, that would be neat for me. Really yeah. good dream. And by the way, another thing about Lee Majors, y'all Tennessee volunteer fans, listen. Maybe some of y'all know this. He took his stage name Majors uh, from Johnny Majors. A University of Tennessee player and later coach. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm sure you're not impressed at all, but that was pretty neat. Lee Majors took his last name from Johnny Majors. Okay, that's all I had on okay. Lee. I can tell you more about Valerie Burtonelli. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> you say what? We're going to entertainment news. We got that coming up in minutes. Big Show rolls on. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we're going to play Wordy Word. Love to have you. We're vying for a mechanic in a bottle prize pack. Don't spend hundreds of dollars on new equipment or repairs. Get mechanic in a bottle, the $5 engine fix. Available at Home Depot, Walmart, Tractor Supply, and Lawn and Garden Retailers nationwide. Guaranteed all your money back. Hang on, we'll play in minutes. Right now, it's time for Tatertainment News. And here's our girl, Marcy Tater Moran. Thank y'all much. Thank you, thank you. COVID-19 out there. Everybody's in isolation. This just came in. Peter Frampton had wrapped up his farewell tour before the isolation went into effect. So luckily, all those fans got to, uh, who bought a ticket, don't have to reschedule. Don't get ahead of her. She's got some great JFK assassination stuff. (laughs) Jennifer Anderson and Brad Pitt have broken up. No, some sad news. And to pay our condolences, Tom Lester, the actor who played uh, the brighter-than-he-seemed farmhand, Ebb, on CBS's 1960s sitcom, Green Acres passed away on Monday in the Nashville. The last surviving original cast member. That, that, yeah. Was, yeah, that yeah. was it. Mm-hmm. How about that, man? 
His family announced that he passed away from complications from Parkinson's disease, and he was 81 years old. Also some sad news, veteran actor Brian Dennehy. He passed away oh, last Wednesday. Yeah. Uncle he was Bill. 81. No, no, that's Brian Keith. No, that's yeah. Brian Keith. No. He was from Cocoon. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember yeah, yeah. from Cocoon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, I get that mixed up. Uh, he, uh, he died in Connecticut, and uh, law enforcement there said he died of natural causes. Mm-hmm. So our condolences to the family. Um, there was a huge concert, a big benefit Saturday night. It was called One World Together at Home. It was hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, uh, they brought together some of the biggest names in music, entertainment, and broadcast journalism. Uh, everyone was uh, broadcasting from their homes and locations in quarantine. Yeah. And it was all to um, benefit uh, COVID-19 efforts for, for relief with that. Lady Gaga spearheaded the show. She started things off with the bittersweet song, Smile. Um, Stevie Wonder was there, and he paid tribute to the late Bill Withers. There was a very emotional... Um, Paul McCartney there, who honored healthcare workers around the world. Um, also, Usher, he did uh, said we need to think globally and locally during this pandemic. Um, who else showed up? Uh, Abby Kadabi from Sesame Street. She encouraged children who are scared to give themselves a hug. Who yeah, else? Uh, Jimmy oh, Fallon. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon and his and the house band The Roots. Uh, he, they, and Jimmy sang "Safety Dance." <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> in a video to the healthcare workers. So lots of, I mean, on and on. Folks were just at yeah, the Stones. The, yeah, the Rolling Stones. You might want to mention them. The yeah. Rolling Stones. That, the, they they were the best. I saw highlights of it. They no, no, no way I could sit through all that oh, crap. Abby Dabby was just kind of phoning it in. We all could tell that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Stones were appropriately distanced from one another. Yeah. When they yeah. performed, you can't always get what you want. We're talking about having underlying issues. I'm sure they've got them all. At this <laughs> oh, point. yeah. <laughs> like, they were good. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, there's money... They raised it. Was it for the World Health Organization? It was for several things at the same time. As okay. Yeah. Like, the show raised more than $127.9 million. See, I, I was hoping, yeah, so it was a whole world thing. I was yeah. hoping it would be for America, but uh, I guess they're from... Goes towards the relief efforts. Um, uh, and you can enjoy the music from the show anytime now, uh, since the concert be has nice. been released as a streaming album available <laughs> on Amazon, Apple Music, and Spotify. I mean, you can just, like, keep replaying some of those acts that you missed and <laughs> sure i can make you Bob a McCartney tape. needed a better piano really yeah huh. yeah check it out See look at you okay. he did watch it <laughs> in between so commercial yeah. breaks hey john krasinski i don't know if you've seen this he has a youtube channel yeah. uh, called some good oh, news yeah, yeah. and he's you know jim from the office and uh, he's attracted nearly two million subscribers in, in the last couple weeks and uh, so he's done a lot of uh, inspired short stories. And the last, latest, latest one he did was he, he hosted a virtual prom for uh, high schoolers. He, uh, he DJed uh, this kind of semi-prom uh, on his channel. And he had a lot of their popular... Oh, God, I'm getting looks. I'm just watching you. Okay. <laughs> no, that was good. You know, that so, was so neat to see, a, for them. to see a Hollywood celebrity. It wasn't all about him, you know? He was doing it he's for the definitely not about him. What's so funny about Krasinski is he is one of those guys that looks the same. He's going to be like Sam Drucker. He's going <laughs> right. to look this way until he's 80. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. he brings yeah. on, in this latest episode, he brings on Rain Wilson, oh, who he's... looks like me now. Uh, he's right. aged, right. yeah. Right. <laughs> Rain Wilson looks 70 years old. He's all berry and jolly and overgrown beard. And he's like the ATF just dragged him out of a compound. <laughs> yes, <somewhere>. yes, yes. <laughs> He's on that, what is that, a Geico commercial with the bread, the burning bread or whatever? It's amazing to see him. Um, 
Let's see. And the last I have is Matt Damon's been stuck in Ireland. Oh, Big actor Matt Damon. Uh-huh. Oh, he's been there since March 27th. And the Daily Mail reports that uh, he was there. They're shooting the movie Ridley Scott, uh, a Ridley Scott movie, The Last Duel. And But luckily for him, his whole family's with him. So they've been quarantined there in Ireland. Pillars, you're not wearing a watch. Looking at your wrist is not, not helping. <laughs> okay. You know, I I had a whole bunch to do about Peter Frampton, but you guys went and stole it. So that is what Wrap you it up there, Abby. get. Uh, all right. Go hug yourself, and uh, right, I'll uh, talk to you all later. Thank you very much. All right. Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play Wordy Word. Jump on in here, boys and girls. 1-800-BIG-SHOW-YOU-TOLL-FREE line. You can also click the on-air contest button when you go to thebigshow.com. You can't get through. Jackie might call you. We'll team up and play next. Good Thursday morning, the big show's on the radio. Uh, video today, the quarantine evening news. <laughs> news, doing from, it all. news from his home. <laughs> doing the whole deal. Check it out, thebigshow.com. Hit us up with a classic bit request of the morning. It's on the John Boy Billy Facebook page. Get to us, we'll take one off the wall in minutes. But right now, let's play. I went everybody's heard about the bird. The, the, the wordy word, the wordy word. Here are contestants. We got Joy from Lafayette, Georgia. Good morning, Joy. Good morning. Good and it's morning. Lafayette, not Lafayette. Lafayette, Georgia. Well, thanks, Joy. I'll make a mental note. That'll never happen again. Oh, yes, it will. <laughs> I'll count on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby. And we got Michael from Molina, Georgia. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, guys. Is it Molina? It is Molina. All right. I'm betting uh, 50% out of Georgia this morning. I right, well, welcome, y'all. Let me see. Lafayette and Molina. How far are y'all apart from each other? Do y'all know Georgia geography? I I have no idea where he is. I'm just south of Chattanooga, Tennessee. All right. Do you know where the tripodometer thing reset in your car? Could you drive over? (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nobody got time. About four hours apart. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Michael. All right. Well, let's see what happens. Michael, you are on Team Tater and Randy. Joy on the John Boy and Billy side. Let's do our two rounds. All right. So me and Joy for the first 30 seconds. You ready, Joy? I'm ready. Okay, baby. Start the clock now. When you're shopping, they say, you want to buy something? You say, no, I'm just going to... Look. Uh, yeah, another word for look. You just mill around. Brown. Yes. Yeah, All right. Uh, go to the mental hospital because you are... Crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, dig a blank beside the road. A hole? Uh, no, it's a long thing. That water runs in it. I did. Yeah. All right. Uh, get outside and run and jog. You got to get some exercise. Yeah. All right. Good work, Joy. We'll get out of the way for that. And a four on the board. All right. Michael and Marcy for Ooh. round one. Michael, are you ready? Ooh. Yeah. I am ready. Okay. 
Uh, Tater, you ready? Yeah. I'm giving you a little minute. You I know, know you are. I'm helping you think. Well, not really. Helping it's empty you. up there. Okay. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. Michael and Marcy, ready? Go. Someone might describe someone as old and blank. They're like brittle. They'll break easy. Old and? Decrepit. Right. But uh, this word means like, uh, you know, breaks easy, um, delicate, fragile. fragile. Ooh, I know, nice. but it, this word means that. Old and? um. Uh, it sounds like the it sounds like a, a what the what a train rides on, ah. a blank track. Uh, frail. There you go. Frail. Uh, it rhymes with it. You get locked up in jail. All right. Well, sorry, frail was a toughie. Yeah. Well, Michael did good. Get that out of the way. Put a two on the board. So four to two after round one, and here we go into two. Joy, you're with Billy. Are you ready? I'm ready to go. And go. If you're arrested, you can get out by putting up money. It's called posting a what? Bail. Yep. Rhymes with it. Monty Python and the Holy... Grail. Yeah. Yep. uh, This is frozen. It's not sleet. It's bigger than sleet, but it's frozen. There you go. The opposite of a woman is what? Man. And now make that rhyme with the other one. Male. Male. There you go. Uh, You might hammer one of these if you're building a house. A nail. Yep. There you go. All right. Put a five on a four. A total of nine for Joy. So sorry, What was guys. the last one you just got? I couldn't hear it. Nail. Oh, nail. 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 Oh, nail. I got it. All right. So, Michael and Randy, you need seven to tie. <laughs> oh. Eight will win. And you're oh. still rhyming. Ready, go. Say, so, this is the big fish that lives in the ocean. Whale. Yep. Uh, so this is what you step on when you'll find out how much you weigh. Rhymes with it. Scale. Right? And rhymes with it. It's a small bird. A lot of people hunt them. Quail. Yep. Yeah. So this uh, also rhymes with it. This is what the train rides on. Rail. Yep. Four. And this is what a bride has over her face. Veil. Yep. Right. And uh, if it's not, um, ew, that's a tough one. Oh, mm-hmm. no, God, ran out of the rhymes, put a five and it came up too short. Joy oh. wins. The score uh, is nine to seven. Maybe your humans go at home. Yeah. All right, Michael, good trying it there, buddy. Sorry, you can man. try again anytime. All right. All right, thank you. All right, man, thank you. And look at you, Joy, getting your prize pack down to La Fayette. <laughs> Did I do it right? No. I didn't laugh. Joy, you get your address to Jackie. All right, baby. Okay, okay thank you. All right, good game. Uh-huh, bye. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Time for the classic bit request of the morning. All right, we got Joe Davis out of Dudley, Georgia. All right, Georgia, getting through here on the Big Show this morning. Joe says, can we hear that Horton Junior Nation quarantine song again? All right, do you know which one Joe talking about? He's talking about uh, the virus? Yes. Okay, good. That's good, and Joe, we'll get it for you. Coming up next. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Rolling through you Thursday, April the 23rd. Classic beer request from Joe Davis, Dudley, Georgia. Here you go, hoarding the boys for you, Joe.
your face and be sure to wash your hands cause here comes that virus that virus it's right behind us that virus Wash your hands, 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 please quit touching your face, try hard not to get it, it gets mighty mean, and if you come down with it, they ain't got no vaccine, no, don't hoard paper and don't act like a jerk the only good part is you get to stay home from work all because of that virus that virus we're undesirous of that virus Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands now. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands now. Please quit touching your face. That virus. That virus. It's right behind us. That virus. Broadcast in about an hour and a half, the brand new podcast drops. John Boy Billy's Late Risers podcast. Looking at the numbers from around the world, 58 countries. Tune again to the John Boy Billy's Late Risers podcast. Of course, the U.S. still leads by hundreds of thousands. And there, Puerto Rico. I want to give a shout out to y'all listening. Puerto Rico, solid number two, man. Uh, United Kingdom. And then number three, Canada is number four. Belgium, number five. Wow. No, Belgium. Wow. How about that? Then uh, the top ten, 
I think some of this has to do with our service members listening. Iraq is like the country comes in the sixth most listened to. Then France, Qatar, Mexico, and Albania. Really? Albania. Uh, yeah, cracked the top ten. Then you, right outside, you got Kuwait, Italy, South Africa, Germany, the Netherlands. And the British Virgin Islands is the number 58th country. And listen, British Virgin Islands. Okay. And so that's oh, that that's not owned by us. That's the British. Right, right. That, that's but, why they call them the British, British Virgin Islands. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, like the Cayman is, Islands are part of the British Islands. Right. What is? Cayman yeah. Islands. Cayman Islands, yes. British too. Now, what's the ones that we own? Is, is that Puerto Rico? Well, Puerto Rico is a territory. Yeah, it's a U.S. territory. Yes. That's right. the Florida Keys, I believe, is what we own. Yeah, really? yeah, the Florida yeah. Keys, yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. No, you know, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the difference between Kuwait and Abu Dhabi? Uh, no. Well, in Kuwait, they don't like the Flintstones, but on Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> That's the funniest you've been. <laughs> uh, and I he tried. means literally ever. <laughs> Good job. That's a hard one to get out, too. I, I dare you to try to retail it. Uh, oh, he will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That. U.S. Virgin Islands is like St. Thomas, St. John. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's right. All right. Yeah. Well, that's nice. St. Croix. Hobby Dobby do. I guess. So that's ending the broadcast. Countdown's on to the podcast. Let's get it. Right. Bedbox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, 99 cents each, 15 for $9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Find your faves at thebigshow.com. Anytime is a perfect time for John Boy and Billy's Southern Sweet Tea. Y'all stock up at Food Lion or your favorite store. Order JBB stuff by phone, 800 471 stuff. Online services by animink.com. All right, y'all. Have a great rest of your day. And tomorrow is Thursday. No, Friday. Hey, all right. It's Friday tomorrow. <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.